It's Vocalo Radio 91.1 FM, Chicago's Urban Alternative. I'm your host, Biko. The ill is coming through your stereo, and as promised, man, we got a dope hour loaded up for you. And that song right there was running from the homie Jay Ivy. Man, 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 love that record. He has an album out as well that done received a, a Grammy, the poet who sat by the door. And he is in the building with us today. How are you feeling, my brother? Hey, man, I'm feeling amazing. Fantastic. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm feeling good. Like, I feel even better that, you know, things is in motion now. You're yeah. back. I bumped into you in Ghana. Yeah. And now we're back on the on, on the homeland. Our saw you here in Chicago from yeah. the homeland back to Chicago. From and, the motherland to the other land. Yeah, I love it. And <laughs> we talked about, you know, Grammy talk, and I just played the joint. Uh, featuring John Legend, and I learned that you actually gave John Legend his name. Yeah, yeah. So from John Steffens to John, what? How did you put the two to two together for John? So, um, well, the story goes, uh, I met, not even met. First, I was working with Kanye, so I did the the record "Never Let Me Down" with Jay Z and Kanye. Um, big shout out to my brother Cootie, who was the one who called and told me. Yo, Kanye got this record with him and Jay-Z on it. He want to put a poet on it. And I told him he'd put Jay Ivy on it. So I wrote, and next thing I know, I'm on a plane. The night that I recorded, uh, we listened to Never Let Me Down over and over and over again. And then and then Kanye was like, have you heard of this singer named John Stevens? I was like, yeah, I've been hearing about him in New York. And uh, we were in L.A. So he's like, let me play you this record. So he plays this record. I'm blown away by it. Hour later, John Stevens walks in the studio. I'm like, oh, what up, bro? I, you know, I'm Jay Ivey. I'm a poet from Chicago. I was surprised. I didn't know he was there. I was like, man, I heard your music. It sounded like that music from the old school. It sounded like that music my folks used to listen to back in the day. I was like, man, dog, you sound like one of the legends. I was like, you a legend. You a legend. Matter of fact, that's what I'm going to call you from now on. I'm going to call you the legend. <laughs> so I started calling him John the legend, John legend. So then a couple of days later, when the, uh, in the lounge of the studio, we were at uh, Record Plant Studio in Hollywood. And in walks John Stevens, who's signed to Kanye as John Stevens. He got an album out as John Stevens. Mm -hmm. You know, this is his birth name. He's been that his whole life. And he walk in, everybody shouting him out, John Stevens in the building, John Stevens in the house. And I was like, John Legend. And everybody looked at me, looked back at me, oh man, oh man, that's it, that's it. That's your name for now. So. It like sticks. That's how I got the name. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to you. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that, that name has been seen around the world now. Yeah, yeah, it has. I mean, since we're talking about names, um, so your most recent album is called The Poet Who Sat By The Door uh -huh. and inspired by Sam Greenlee's yeah. iconic book, The Spook Who Sat By The Door. Yeah. And for folks who don't know, um, it's about a black CIA officer. He was enlisted by the CIA and despite overperforming all of his white peers, he got a desk job. He was just a token black guy. Hmm. Um, and eventually he resigned from the CIA. And uh, mind you, this book is set in Chicago. Yeah. Goes back to the streets of Chicago and brings him everything he learned there. So from guerrilla tactics to how to collect intelligence. And, you know, as a black poet, also from the south side of Chicago, I mean, what was that connection for you in making that your name? Yeah, well, it was, uh, I'm a huge fan of the book, the film. Mm -hmm. People haven't seen it, it's on YouTube, go check it out. Very powerful has always been a um a, a staple in my 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 movie favorites. Mm -hmm. And when I was doing the work with the recording academy uh, and the the poetry community to help create a new category strictly for the poets, um, I was getting information 
Like, mm -hmm. like in the in the book, in the, in the movie, I'm getting information from the Recording Academy about uh, the submission process and what qualifies for an album and the eligibility period. And, and I've been doing my thing for almost 30 years and I'm like, man, I've been doing this for this long and I didn't know this. Mm. Chances are other poets don't know this. So I was getting the information and passing it back to the poets like, yo, if we do this, we could possibly get our own category. And I started cracking this joke. I'm like, man, I'm like the poet who sat by the door. <laughs> <laughs> and it really, that's where it started. It was, I, I found myself kept saying it. And anytime I, I repeat something enough and I get enough reactions, I'm like, let me, let me do something with that. So it really, it, it just started. It was just a, just me uh, being reminded of the power of that film and that mm -hmm. book. And, um, and then, you know, while doing this work, I'm like, yeah, this, 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 this is it. When I started working on the album, I was like, this is, that's the title. That's yeah. the title. Yeah. I mean, and a huge congratulations is in order because not only did that just win the Grammy, it won a Grammy. Hey, 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 and, hey. Uh, come on Shot now. stand up. <laughs> <laughs> it won a Grammy in that yeah. brand new category that you, yeah. that you helped pioneer. And so, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I, man, thank you for that. It was, uh, it was an honor to be, one, just nominated. You know, you, mm -hmm. you, you, uh, you create something or help to create it because uh, I, I wrote the proposal, I named the category and all that. Um, Jamila Woods was here on the wall. She helped me with the definition. Um, and we, um, you know, it was just amazing to be nominated in this historic moment. It's the first time in history that five poets were nominated. Mm. And there there are no, no promises, no given. So I didn't expect to be nominated. I was hoping, <laughs> I was praying, <laughs> I was working hard for it. Um, but I didn't expect to be nominated. Um, and then I didn't expect to win, but I was hoping and praying that, that it would happen. And we made sure to put in the work. Mm -hmm. I remember talking to my mama. She was like, boy, what you doing? I was like, oh, I'm in the studio working on my album. She was like, see, you made the category. So if you win, it's almost like it's rigged. <laughs> I was like, ma. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, I know a lot of people go think like that. Mm -hmm. I was like, see, I, I got to create a masterpiece. I was like, it has to be mm -hmm. a masterpiece. And um, I just, we, we got in the studio and we, pulled out the best of the best of the best in ourselves. And when I say ourselves, I'm talking about, uh, of course, me, Tari Ture, Sir the Baptist, and then we start reaching out to folks, Lettucey, Music Soul Child, uh, Dion Cole, Ursula Rucker, Sonny Patterson, Amari Hardwick, The Last Poets, John Legend, Slick Rick. Um, verse. Crazy verse, lineup. Verse, you know, <laughs> Excel. Maurice Brown, P.J. Morton, and um, did I say Sonny Patterson? I think I did, but shout out to her again and Ursula again. Mm -hmm. um, and we just wanted to create something special that when people do hit play, it would be no question about this being worthy of mm. that prestigious award. Now before we, <clears throat> excuse me, before we jump into break, Shout out to your mama too. She a real. Oh one. yeah, yeah, she a real. Man, she south side all day. Come on, man, she a real one. Yeah, I, I, I gotta know, man. We want to know in general how the Grammys like they just yeah. have to open up a new phone line. They just have to <laughs> open up another bank account. You know man. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's it definitely changes things. It, it changes things fast. So it's it's been um, three almost four weeks since that moment. Um, but it, it, it's been a dream. It's been a dream. A lot of joy, a lot of uh, a lot of opportunities, a lot of moving around, a lot of interviews on the phone, making moves, uh, making deals. So it's been a lot. And then 
the the beauty in it. It's like we have a a, a, a tour kicking off at the end of the month with City Winery. So mm-hmm. it's it's like it's, it's bringing me back to what I love to do most, which is be on stage and and perform my poetry. So I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, bringing the band out, bringing Tari Teray out. Uh, Chicago, we at City Winery. Uh, what is the date? Um, March the uh, the twenty eighth. Twenty eighth, March twenty eighth, Chi Town. Need y'all get on citywinery.com and go buy a ticket right now. Four not five. Later. You know, <laughs> go, right, right now, not later. Go get that support, my man. Yeah, we coming to bring it. But it, it's been um, man, it's just been a beautiful experience, man. I'm literally in the dream that I've been having for decades i'm in it and it's, it's wild to see well you worked hard for four decades yeah and you know a blessing came your way and you just blessed others with opportunities under the poet society to also win grand grammys Man. as well my brother and uh we actually gonna jump into a music break and then we gonna chime back in with the legendary jay ivy so y'all don't go nowhere and keep it locked it's vocal or radio yeah it's vocal or radio chicago's only npr music station i'm your host Biko alongside Taylor Faye of WBEZ and the one, the only, Jay Ivey is here with us. Hey. We're talking about the poet hey. who sat by the door. And earlier in our conversation, I heard you slightly mention Genius. Yeah. Documentary. And uh-huh. you you wrote some, you know, you kind of, you, you wrote, you was like the lead writer for the documentary, which is also nominated for an Emmy. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that, man, because that was a very inspirational documentary. It touched me. Yeah, man. Um, and I mean, just seeing the work you, Cootie, everybody did on the documentary was amazing. So, can you briefly uh, touch touch on things for everybody? Yeah, man. Uh, big shout out to my brothers Cootie and Chike, the directors and producers of Genius, a Kanye trilogy. Um, Cootie, he documented Kanye for man, over two decades, and he called me up one day like, "Man, we finally go do Genius." And want you to be the lead writer. I'm like, man, thank you. Let's go. So I uh, ended up writing his. The, uh, so the narration is featured in the film. I wrote his narration, and it's it's man, it's a beautiful journey. It's beautiful to see this this work of art come to life after seeing footage over the years, after being a part of the moment, being the being the fly on the wall, or being the poet who sat by the door back then. <laughs> you know, because I was around for. The Chicago Renaissance that was happening in the mid to late '90s and early 2000s, and and then I was around for, uh, you know, the 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 blast off of Kanye West. You know, I was around in the studio, kicking it. Uh, I'm, he, matter of fact, my birthday is tomorrow, March 3rd. Is my oh, birthday. Oh yeah, we know. You know, and uh, <laughs> I remember, I just flashed back to Kanye DJing my birthday party uh, when I moved to New York. And it was just it was just a beautiful time. So to see this film come to life and and for the world to see these stories we've been telling, for the world to finally see these stories mm-hmm. is just amazing. Years in the making. For years too. been telling these stories twenty years, and it's like the world finally get to see them. And I don't I don't think the public I could be wrong really heard like Kanye's feedback on the documentary. Like, ha- have you spoke with Kanye at all or heard any feedback from him personally? Yeah, I've heard feedback. I've spoken with him. What do you say? <laughs> he said some things. <laughs> I wish I could see his face. He said some things. <laughs> well, was it a green light? With he, thumbs up, thumbs it was a down. Light. It, it was, was a, a light. light. <laughs> <laughs> he gave you the information. It was a light. It was a light. You know. Yeah, he came. He came to the premiere and um, at the premiere in L.A. It was Super Bowl weekend last year, 
and um, it just premiered part one or act one. And I know he loved that. And it was a it was a beautiful moment at the end of uh at the end of the uh the showing. And um he gave a gave a speech, he thanked Cootie and um man, we, we all prayed and it was just beautiful. We we were actually trying to add that part, that moment to the end of part three, but everything was already locked in with Netflix, so they didn't, it was like you know, the premiere was like two weeks before it came out or or the week before it came out, something like that. So it wasn't time for them to change it. But yeah, yeah, you know, there's yeah. It was a light. It was a light. <laughs> it was a light. It was a light. Since we talking a about light that shines. <laughs> we talking about Kanye. I love just to talk about music <laughs> in general. You've talked about how quarter sort of uh influential hip hop has been on you and I know your your dad was a DJ on WBON yeah. growing oh, come up. Oh, now so, you know about Jim Richards. You know, yeah. you have a little research. <laughs> uh, on, and so, and I think you use music in a way that's really kind of unique to folks in, in your craft. I mean, how has whether it's your father DJing or listening to hip hop growing up, how does that really influence the way that you think about your work? Yeah, like I love uh, coupling my poetry with music. My my father not only was a DJ, but he, he played the saxophone hmm. and. And then my uncle, uh, my uncle Isaac, he was the assistant band director at Mississippi Valley State back in the back in the '80s, and um, back when Jerry Rice was playing at Mississippi Valley. So music has always been a part. Like you know, they would even tell me stories about how my father, you know, back in the day, Chicago get the records first, and then mm. he'd get the records and then send them down to his brother down in Mississippi, and he write you know write all the music out and then teach it to the band. Um, so music has always been a part of of me, it's just naturally there. Like I hear bass lines all day long, I hear melodies all day long, and when it comes to my poetry, I'm always looking to um, to to again couple my poetry with, with music. I mean, I can rock acapella all day, mm -hmm. but I want to hop in a ride and have the music carry the words further. Um, you know, I feel like it gives it more reach and and, and more depth. So even when I was creating the album, I'm, I call it fishing. Like I'm just, I just throw out the, you know, I'm throw out the rod, you know, throw out the line, and I'm like, you know, just trying to catch catch beats. <laughs> like like, hey y'all, you got you got anything? I need I need some joints. I ain't, I ain't got much time, so I just start reaching out to you know friends, um, gen fellow geniuses that that um could help aid the album. And then when they would send music, my first thing is like, man, can I hear the story in it? Mm -hmm. Even if it could be super 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 dope. But it's like, man, can I hear it? You know, mm -hmm. so it was a lot of that, and um, I'm really, I'm really happy with how the album came out. But just overall, just that's always been my, my, um, my process is to, you know, get music. If I'm not writing it acapella or just writing it solo, when it comes to music, I get the music. Like, man, do I hear? What do I hear in this? And can I hear my voice, my instrument, you know, with mm -hmm. this music? So. Yeah, it's a fun process. And Love that. You dropped this project on uh, September 29th. Yeah. Was there a specific reason why you chose that date? Uh, yeah. So, uh, with with the Grammys, uh, the eligibility window was um, your album had to come out between October 1st of 2021 and September 30th of 2022. So. I put it out on the 29th just to make sure there were no glitches in the matrix. I know that's right. I was like, I don't want to put it out on the 30th and something happened. Like, oh, man, bro, yeah, we had to put it out on the 1st. And then 
you know, I was like, that's too, that's too close. So, yeah, that was the only reason. I know it, it was untypical to put it out on a Thursday, but um, it worked out. It worked, yeah. it worked, it worked out. out. That, it worked that, out. That date is actually a special date for me as well because that's my father's birthday. Wow. My Wow. You, dropped, you dropped your memory, wow. you dropped your iconic project on the same <laughs> day of my daddy's birthday. That's amazing. You know what that's amazing. So with uh, you know, with the work I was doing with the Academy, um, the nomination so my, my father, he made his transition back in no back in ninety nine, November fifteenth of ninety nine. So I was doing this work with the Academy. This t- it took six years to get this category mm-hmm. in place. And then when it finally passed which was like May, June, finally passed, announced. And then, um, you know, you got the submission process and all that. And then then they, like, okay, the nominations are being announced on this day. So the day that the nominations were being announced, the first time five poets were being nominated was on November 15th. And mm. I was like, okay, Dad, I, like, all right. Wow. Like, I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> so we made history on this. A day that's, that once once upon a time it was a devastating day and now it's a day I celebrate um, because I know he's still here and still with me and still working and protecting and opening up doors and so uh, this this was a win for the family for the ancestors for the you know for those who are still with us and and, and definitely for the poets yeah most yeah. definitely beautiful. Yeah. and I mean we might as well just cap some things off tomorrow's a very special day come on as man well. yeah you know it's a very three. very very special day. Two things is happening here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your birthday's tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to just say Mayor Lori Lightfoot because yeah. she's still in all, she's you know, she's still, still, still right she's now. She's still the man. She's the man. You know, she did some things, man. She did some yeah. things. She put together a proclamation for you. Man. You know what I'm saying? She pretty, I'm going to just read. She said, whereas I made his, whereas uh, J. Ivy made history at the 65th annual Grammy Awards, winning a Grammy for Best Spoken Word Project album. She also mentioned that um, tomorrow is going to be J. Ivy Day in Chicago in celebration of your birthday and recognition of your indelible contribution to Harriet. poetry and the spoken word. Bow, 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 bow. You know what? I got to get man. This man got his Come own on, man. day, We got Chicago. a day, Chicago. We got a day. He got his we own day. We got a day, man. Yeah. Like... You got your own. So, you know, for you, how special is that for you, Jay? Man, it's, it's, it's beyond words. Like, really, you know, like, um, you know, I thank you to, to Mayor Lightfoot, thank you to the city of Chicago, the deputy mayor, Samir, um, my brother John Samuels, uh, my wife Tari Teray, who said, Man, we go reach out to the mayor's office. I said, We'll get you a day. I said, You can do that. <laughs> you know. So I mean Chicago Chicago means so very much to me. And to know that that the city that I love, the city that raised me, the city that taught me everything that that put you know style in, in in my work and my art and dedication and, and heart and and all these you know beautiful elements that have moved me forward throughout the years uh, is is beyond special to know that March third my birthday is now J Ivy Day yes like that's that that don't even sound real <laughs> it's so, real <laughs> it's real believe the dream it. the dream you know I keep asking myself like what dream is this what dream is this and this mm. it's reality yeah, it's special, my brother man. this so, is not a dream yeah and all the blessings to you congrats on and much more success please let people know how they can continue to stay um you know stay in, in support of what you have coming up shout out your event that's coming March 28th and let yeah let people know how they can stay in tune Jay yeah man so hit me up I'm on IG J underscore I V Y, just the letter J 
underscore ivy and then um hit me up my website j-ivy.com man again city winery march 28th we kicking it off so come through for that you know and, and if i see you in the streets for j ivy day tomorrow come through i know that's <laughs> come right through. we kicking it Look. we turning up happy early birthday to you my brother mm -hmm. taylor let people know how they can get in tune with you uh, same way, you can just uh, find me on Instagram at t.nazon95, uh, or you can find my more work on my staff page at WBEZ. Just Google Taylor Nazone at WBEZ. And you can follow me at Official Biko. That's Official B as in boy, E-K-O-E. -E. Give Vocalo a follow as well, V-O-C-A-L-O. -O. You can head over to our site. That's Vocalo.org for your daily dose of entertainment, curated playlists, featured articles. And, of course, you can stream us live and download that Vocalo app to take us with you around the map. Uh, with that being said, man, y'all do me and yourself a favor. If you got plans today, hope you plan on partying in peace. Y'all be safe out there. It's your boy Biko signing out. Ah, uh -huh, look.